What is going on, everybody? I hope everybody's having a good Tuesday. Uh, this is your host, Lee Hunt, and welcome to According to Lee. Hey, uh, so let's go ahead and start this off, right? So for y'all that don't know, today is the unofficial, or I guess official if you want to call it, blackout day. So if any of y'all haven't heard about that, what the purpose of today was, was for the African-American community, which I hate that word, so we're not going to say it anymore. So the day's purpose was for black people not to spend a dollar anywhere. We're just going to take our money back, not spend it. So once again, let me promise everybody that I am not going to get all hotep and fight the power. That's not what this is about. Today, why I'm choosing to do this is to kind of educate everybody to the quote unquote black dollar. Like I said, I promise y'all there's going to be episodes that we're going to have where one of my guests, not only is he like a motivator, he'll uh, have you motivated as all get out. But the dude was he actually competed professionally in bodybuilding. So he's gonna definitely going to be one of my guests. Uh, you can say he's going to be a mentor of mine to actually do podcasts. He's going to be on there along with other people. And we're going to talk about different things. But today I just want to come on here real quick and um, kind of let everybody know a little bit something about the whole blackout day. So let's dive right into it. Now, uh, once again, you can find all this information out on Google. So you can go ahead and feel free to fact check me. Uh, black people, we make up about 13, 4 percent of the population in America. Okay. Now, according, even though this is going to be two years, right? But according to Nelson's study that was in 2018, black people alone spend $1.2 trillion. Let me say that again $1.2 trillion. But at the same time, while we're spending this $1.2 trillion, we are hit hard economically and socially. And then it's like it, it kind of confuses me and baffles me as to why so many people believe or wonder why we are hit so hard. You have to think about it like this, people. I'm going to say it again. One point two trillion dollars is how much black people spend in this country alone. And that's crazy to think about that. Thirteen point four percent of the population spends one point two trillion dollars. Now, I didn't go ahead and do like the other populations with the other ethnic groups. Right. But just to give everybody another, uh, I guess, you say a reference point or whatever. You know, white people make up 60 plus percent of the population in America. So it's crazy to me the number of 13.4 percent of the American population is spending one point two trillion dollars. But yet and still we have shitty fucking education systems and our quote unquote hoods. We have shitty fucking economics. We have shitty fucking health, but we are spending one point two trillion dollars. Now, just think about what could happen if that one point two trillion dollars were to be invested in the communities. It would be a it'd be a life changing. Now, once I even I know I'm saying this, but that doesn't mean that I'm calling for like these other people to be banned and these big companies or these clothing lines to be blackballed and. No, if you want to buy that, I mean, go ahead. But you can't complain about what's going on, quote unquote, with your people when you're when you're really actively not doing anything to help. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and take this to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. A lot of y'all probably are familiar with Tulsa, Oklahoma because of Juneteenth and all that whole circumstance around that with the president. Got it. But here's something that I'm sure that a lot of people didn't know that in uh, Greenwood, which was the hardest hit area of the Tulsa riots, it is said that the dollar circulated at 
in that community 19 times before it left. One dollar would go around in the community 19 times before it left that community. That is the power of money. Money makes the world go round. I want everybody to just take a second and think about that. If I had a dollar in Colleen, let's say the city I live in in Colleen right now, right? I had a dollar. That dollar went to Joe Johnson. All right, Joe Johnson owned a barbershop. Now, when Joe Johnson got that, he sent that to whoever who owned a grocery store. Now, that dollar went to Miss Mary Margaret, who owned a clothing line. Miss Mary Margaret spent that dollar on Jebediah. Jebediah fixed houses. Y'all see where I'm going with this? That is how that was the power of the black dollar back in the 1920s. We don't seem to have that now. All right. Now, let's go ahead and fast forward. Uh, FUBU. Everybody remembers FUBU. We all had to have FUBU in the 1990s. FUBU was originally uh, established in 1992. The first three months, FUBU wound up selling $30 million. Let me repeat that again, people. FUBU wound up selling $30 million in just three months. That right there alone shows you again the power of the black dollar. It is said that in 1998, FUBU brought in, go ahead and grab a seat for this, FUBU brought in over $350 million. So within the span of six years, they went from $30 million to $350 million. That is $320 million more than they sold in their first month now i got it you're gonna say oh over the course of years yes it did take them six years but come on you can't complain about that those are great numbers but once again kind of fell off why did it fall off because you know we started getting these people that were talking about prada and gucci louis fendi all this other stuff and instead of that dollar going back to the community we started letting that dollar go out and it really hasn't been the same since. And, you know, it kind of is what it is. Uh, next company that I kind of want to talk about. We're going to talk about this is a really old school company that some of y'all might remember and some of y'all might not. You know what I'm saying? If y'all know Criss Cross, you're going to know what I'm going to talk about. Right. We're going to talk about Cross Colors. Cross Colors was established in um, 1998 by Mr. Carl Jones. OK, now uh, in 1992, uh Cross Colors, they signed for $40 million worth of their clothes. All right. And you can find that information out on uh, Black Design Collective. All right. So if you don't believe me, please feel free to fact check that. Now, I know I can go on and on and on about so much of the black dollar and um, uh, how it's being how it was spent. And I don't want to get off on the quote unquote hotep phase. This right here is just really meant to kind of like enlighten people as people to why you know there was a blackout day in the first place and the importance and to kind of shed light if you will on the quote-unquote black dollar and how it really is influential in america today uh like i said you just got to think about it uh, unfortunately we don't keep that spending power in our neighborhoods and i really sit back and i think what if we did? What if we kept that spending power in the quote unquote hoods? All right. 
One of the things that a lot of people like to talk about is, oh, Chicago, oh, the black on black crime. And I got that. But can you just imagine, if you will, if there were opportunities in Chicago that will help keep this uh, clean that area up for one and help keep a lot of these people off the streets? Just imagine what would happen if some of this one point two trillion dollars that was being spent outside of the black community was being spent on after school programs in the community was spent on, you know, helping the less fortunate in the community be able to feed the children. Now, I understand that there are some programs like that, and I'm sorry that I don't have the names for them. And let me go back for a second too. don't get it twisted. There was an initiative called My Brother's Keeper that tried to do their best to help out the youth in Chicago. And that was under one Mr. Barack Hussein Obama. Right. But finna get off the high horse about him. Just imagine what would happen if communities. You know, we, we did that. We literally went back to policing ourselves up. Things would be a whole lot different. It really would, man. I just really hope that one day people can see this as, you know, it's not I keep saying this. It's not about white versus black. It's not about hate this person because of that, their skin color. It's sad to say, yes, I understand that we're all Americans and we all need to do our part. But once again, this is just according to Lee. And if I'm wrong, hey, listen, I'm sorry I'm wrong. And I hope I don't come across as being bigoted or being hateful. But the way I see it is, you know, the black people, we're really we are really behind, far behind, because you can take the Jewish community. The Jewish community are going to help each other out. And this is just from me speaking to a few of my Jewish friends. And this is going to sound crazy. Even talk, even listen to what little Dickie was saying about the Jewish community. I, I really can't speak on it per se because I'm not Jewish. The only thing I can say is from what I was told by friends. That the Jewish people will stick by each other. They're going to help each other. They're going to make sure each other's. They're going to do everything they can to make sure the other one succeeds. And it's the same with the Asian American community. With well, Asian community, because I don't even like being called African American. I'm a fucking American. You know what I'm saying? I just so happen to have my skin color just so happen to be black and more melanated than other people. But even with the Asian community, like I don't. I've never been to Chinatown, and um. Either New York or California, but I'm pretty sure that there's no uh, Jack Johnson's barbecue spots in a in Chinatown like that. And I know that if I if I'm saying that and it piss some people off about the whole Chinatown thing, I'm sorry. All right. But I'm pretty sure that there's none like that. And that's because the Asian people, they understand and they have a good sense of community and they want to keep that wealth in the community. Unfortunately, and I, it pains me to say this, but black people just don't have that. I mean, we do. And I don't want to sound ignorant because I know there are communities that do that. I should say it's not brought to the forefront like it should be in mainstream. That's what I should say, because I know there's those people out there that want to see this. There are those killer mics out there. You know, uh, there's those unsung people out there that I don't know. And I really wish I knew they could attest to what they're trying to do to provide these opportunities for the community. Now, unfortunately, I think that due to uh, conditioning, it's going to take a lot to recondition the minds of a lot of people. 
to get them to see that, you know what, we want America America to succeed. We believe that, you know, everybody is equal. But in order for people to stop criticizing what's going on in Chicago and stop criticizing what's going on with black on black crime, we need to get a hold of our wealth to start putting programs in these communities so there won't be that black on black crime. That's all I'm trying to say, people. And I hope that, you know, that is conveyed and understood to some degree. And this isn't, you know, oh, you know, oh, Lee's going off on a racist tantrum because that's not the point. And if you feel that way, you might need to dig deep. Listen to this again and understand what I'm saying. So with that being said, listen, uh, this is a short episode because it's just me. Uh, I said it before and I'm going to say it again. Look forward to having guests on here. If you um, have anything like once again that you would like to to hear, discuss an opinion, feel free to let me know and I'll be more than happy to talk about that. I'll have you on as a guest. Still looking forward to having uh, Jason Marquez, Danny Lopez, definitely them two on as guests. Uh, so as I get ready to close this out, let me just say this, right? We all hate Mondays. Mondays is one of the worst days in the fucking world, right? So if you need that, you know, I know y'all have y'all's coffee and your energy drinks, but if you need that word of encouragement to get over that hump, I suggest, highly suggest that you do yourself a favor. You go listen to the podcast, get your mind correct. That is by Mr. Jason Marquez, who I keep saying is going to be one of my guests on here. Brother is extremely, extremely like mm-hmm. motivational. He will motivate you and put you in a spot to where you think you can just find fucking climb Mount Everest with no oxygen. So once again, that's going to be get your mind correct. And for the people that listen to this, right, there's a special treat for y'all. Tomorrow, there's going to be a midweek memo dropping for on the Gunline podcast hosted by Danny Lopez. So if you like the midweek memo that's going to be dropping from on the Gunline podcast, make sure that you check out the shoot the shit episode that always happens roughly on Fridays. You will probably be able to hear them on Saturday mornings. But I'm telling you, you will like the midweek memo and the shoot the shit with uh, Danny Lopez. And once again, that's on the Gunline podcast. So with that being said, I hope that everybody gets a general understanding of why today was blackout day. And why, you know, excuse me, I had to burp. I know that sounds so ghetto and and fucked up as shit. But uh, y'all understand why the whole purpose of not spending a dollar was. That being said, enjoy the rest of your day.